is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I start today's discussion, I'd like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can meet pretty much almost any advertising budget. So if you would like more information about becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com and click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and give us a call. Now, with that being said, let's get to today's topic. For the past few months, the world has been battling this coronavirus. Americans, as well as lots of other people from around the world, have been forced to shelter in place, which means that many of us are working from home. Now, for our family, not only are both my husband and I working from home, but our daughter, who is in college, is also doing her course line from home. Um, and even though some of the states around the country, including my own state, which is Georgia, are allowing businesses to open back up, the virus is still spreading, people are still dying. And I don't know about you, but our family has plans to continue to work from home for a while, and uh, at least to some of the numbers go down. And as I talk to people that I know in my neighborhood, from my church, around my community, uh, people um, in other states, friends and families that live across the country, I'm hearing that a lot of those people plan on doing the same thing, meaning that they plan on staying home. Um, so working from home sounds like it is going to be our new normal for a while. For a while. So with everybody working from home, there's bound to be at least a few problems. So I thought I would dedicate this this episode and talk about some tips that can be used to make the experience a little less of a hardship for all concerned. So let's let's go ahead and get started. So I thought about um, some things and I and I came up with about eight. And I think the number one tip for being able to successfully work together at home, be it a husband, wife, um, you know, or significant other, or with the children as well, I think the number one tip would be good communication. This one thing, folks, lays the foundation for everything else that's going to follow, uh, and it will make or break your situation, let me tell you. With everybody um, in the household working from home, it presents a few challenges, even for us. And we get along well. Um, we're all here having to use technology to get our work done. Now, my daughter, Adriana, she teaches, besides um, doing her online coursework, she teaches piano. She is a piano teacher. So she's doing her lessons. She's gone from doing lessons in person to doing her lessons virtually. Um, I am um, a radio host, a uh, podcast host, so I am now doing all of my interviews over the phone with people. 
Um, my husband, who's a communications manager for a large county here in Georgia, he's helping to handle all the internal as well as the external communications for this COVID-19 crisis. He's on a bunch of conference calls, some of which are on video. Let me tell you a funny story. Recently, we had a snafu with a conference call when I walked into my bedroom where my husband was. He has a desk in the bedroom and it was hot outside, so I came in to change clothes. I whipped off my shirt only to realize that he was on a video conference call. Um, and when he turned around and gave me the eye, I hit the floor like a ton of rocks and so crazy. Um, but these are the kinds of things that happen now that we're all working from home. Um, and so that was when, I think that was probably one of the first times we realized that we need a new script. We are going to need to be more deliberate about communicating our schedules to one another, what we're doing and when we're doing it. So a good piece of advice is to make a personal work schedule, everybody make a personal work schedule and share that with your spouse and with other members of the family. Let each of each person needs to let everybody else know um, if they're getting ready to do go on a conference call, if they're getting ready to record a podcast, if they're getting ready to do a virtual piano lesson or whatever it would be for your household so that and that we won't be available or we need to be we need the house to be quiet for an hour or so. Matter of fact, just uh, a few minutes ago when I went to record this podcast, my husband um, went outside to refinish a piece of furniture. We have a furniture refinishing business. So he went outside to his workshop to refinish a piece of furniture. I had to send my daughter outside to ask him to stop hammering uh, because where I am in the house, um, I pick up all the sounds when I record my podcast. Now, fortunately for me, he's a very considerate guy and he stopped and I was able to finish undisturbed. My point is this, coordinating schedules and working together at home can be, it can be tricky folks. So it's going to require patience and mutual respect on everybody's part. So just remember that as you move forward. Now, the second tip for working at home together is to have a separate workspace, if at all possible. Now, I know we're, you know, different households have various different, um, you know, conditions and um, in, in, in areas, but um, working at home together, it's going to go better for everybody if everybody has their own workspace. You definitely don't want to be on top of each other. Um, now, I have a home office, and that's where I generally do the majority of my work. My daughter, Adriana, she will work out of her bedroom. She has her own laptop. She has a desk in there, and she just closes her door, and that's where she works. Now, my husband, he was originally um, working from a desk in our bedroom, but after the snafu I just mentioned to you a few minutes ago, he's gone ahead and set up a workshop uh, I'm sorry, set up an office in his workshop. So now he's working from outside. Respecting each other's space is totally, completely important, folks. It is a good idea. One of the things we're learning, it's a good idea to knock before you go into an area where somebody's working, if there's a door, just in case they're doing something and they don't want to be disturbed. Matter of fact, you know, 
um, back to the communication issue, I've had to put signs outside my door just to remind people that I am recording and to be quiet. But um, so those are some of the things that we need to consider. Also, when you go into someone else's workspace, I've learned this and I've had to ask my family members to do this and I do this for them as well. Don't touch anything in their area. Don't touch anything on their desk. Don't touch anything for my daughter who teaches piano. She has things set up for her next uh, her next student. Don't touch anything on the piano. You really want to be respectful of each other's spaces and places and their materials because uh, nobody wants to come back and have something that they had that they were working on disturbed. So you want to keep all and and having a private space where you can work and keep your stuff away from everybody is going to help. Now, number three, another really, really important piece of advice for working at home with your spouse or with your children is for everybody to go and get some exercise. Navigating this new normal of social distancing and sheltering in place and working from home can be very stressful. I know we've had our moments uh, and that stress has to be managed or you can end up either internalizing it or lashing out at the folks around you, which in this case would be your family. So take a short walk, go for a run, do a quick stress, ride a bike, walk the dog. Um, you know, my husband, he recently painted the entire exterior of our home over the course of a week. He did a beautiful job, by the way. Uh, and he regularly cuts grass, he trims the bushes, he does the landscape. All those things are things that help him just kind of blow off, blow off steam. And he cycles. Um, so it really doesn't matter what you do as long as it gives you an opportunity to relax, to de-stress, to burn off some energy, um, to release the negative, and to replenish the positive. And let me tell you something. If the children are at home, this is a great time to reinstate recess, especially since so many schools have done away with it. Um, let them go outside, let them run, let them play, let them ride their bikes, let them shoot bowl. Um, they need to be blowing off steam and getting exercise as well. Exercise is extremely important since... Um, particularly now since most of us are getting all of this screen time and additionally going outside and safely absorbing some sun allows you to get the, the well-needed vitamin D which a lot of us don't get enough of um, and so close the laptop put down the phone get off your tablet and go and sweat a little okay next tip if at all possible clock in and clock out at the normal time you would do that if you were at work. Just because you're working from home doesn't mean you have to work all day, every day. Make sure you have a start time. Make sure you have an end time. Because without these boundaries, you and your family are, are going to quickly spiral out of control. Keep a schedule, if at all possible. My husband, he normally works from 9 to 5, so he tries to keep that schedule. Now, because... Of the nature of his job sometimes that's not possible but most days he's able to do it now I'm an entrepreneur and I normally work from home but I too try to keep somewhat regular office hours it helps me and my family to maintain a good rhythm and it really does prevent burnout moving on another idea for surviving working from home uh, is to vary the work 
location. This is big, folks. Sitting in the same space hour after hour is no good for your body and it's no good for your mind. And one way to remedy this is to move your workspace. These days, this can be done relatively easily because of the mobility of our work um, with laptops, tablets, cell phones, etc. Now, my husband, he has a few workspaces. I've mentioned them um, previously. He started out working at the desk in the bedroom, but that was getting on my nerves. I was tired of hearing all of the meetings and this and that and the other. So he went ahead and set up a temporary workstation in his workshop. If the weather is nice, though, sometimes he has a desk area, a little table that he puts out on the patio, the back patio, and he'll work from his desk. Now, I usually, like I said, work from my home office, but when I get tired of that space, I will take my laptop, I'll go into the dining room, it's bright and sunny, we have big, big windows, lots of light coming in, and, um, and on occasion, I, too, have worked out on the deck, or I've pulled up a, um, one of our little canvas chairs uh, and done a little work just while sitting in the front yard, so... It, it, it makes a difference. My daughter, she normally works from her bedroom, but she will come out uh, and work from in the in the dining room area. Or there's been occasions when she's switched with me and worked in my office. But it's important to vary your work location. Next, make sure to spend face-to-face -face time with other humans, folks. Because of all this social distancing stuff, um, with much of our lives being on the screen now, it feels like sometimes, for me, it feels like we're living in some sort of virtual reality game. And with that being the case, we need to be deliberate about finding ways to spend time with each other outside of social media. If you live with other family members, take time to sit down and have your meals together. I'm happy to report that my husband and my daughter and I, we do have most of our meals together. We like to cook, so... My daughter and I get in the kitchen and we'll make this or that and the other and we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together normally. Now, um, I'll admit that sometimes while we're eating, we're watching TV, but we're talking to each other. We're going back and forth. We're joking. We're exchanging whatever, um, you know, information that we picked up during the day about whatever. Um, and so we're interacting with each other. If you don't feel like cooking, jump in the car with your family. Go pick up a takeout meal. Because lots of restaurants, even with this um, shelter in place, have been offering takeout as an option for people who, who want to pick up food. Um, you can go to a local park, uh, roll down the windows and eat together. My husband and I did this just the other week for a date and it was we had a great time. We had a really good time um, just sitting in the car, talking and eating with each other. If you live alone, phone a friend. Arrange a socially distant date. Uh, the other day, I texted a few of the ladies on my block and asked them if they wanted to go and do a workout. And so I got my boom box and we walked over to the local elementary school. We stood outside in the parking lot about six feet or more from each other and we exercised together. It was fun. We got to see other humans. Uh, we got to do something constructive and, um, you know, and then we all went home. Now, um, another thing I would say is if you have a standing date with friends, something that you do every week, you go get coffee, you go, you know, to the mall or to whatever. Um, try to find a way to maintain that by using technology. I know we said, you know, we want to get off of social media, but you know what? It, it could be a, it could be an, an alternative. My husband and my daughter, they are Trekkies, meaning that they are, they love Star Trek. 
Uh, and for the past 20 years, on Thursday night, they and other Trekkies normally come to the house, our house, uh, and they have homemade pizza that my daughter makes, and they sit down and watch uh, all the old, well, they watch old episodes of, um, of Star Trek. Now, my husband owns all of the episodes, so they have gone through all of them over the past 20 years. But anyway, that's something that they've been doing for years and years and years. Well, they wanted to still be able to meet and so they use something called Plex. It's a movie streaming service. And they use that in combination with Google Duo, um, which is a conferencing thing. Uh, and they meet for Star Trek on Thursday nights. Adriana makes pizza on our end. And they, the other guys make pizza on their end. And they eat and they talk and they watch Star Trek together. So the moral of the lesson here is where there's a will, there is a way. So try to keep it going. Um, number seven is another tip. I have another tip and that would be to maintain a good sleep schedule. Studies have shown that a major change in routine can interrupt your sleep pattern. And for some people working from home means that they've been staying up later than usual, working long hours into the night or binging on television. For others, it's meant sleeping late and that messes up your morning routine. Other people are taking naps during the day, which can also mess up um, your sleep routine. It's important to keep good sleep habits because eventually, folks, most of us will be returning to the workplace. The things that you do now, that you've been doing, and that you do over these next few weeks while you're still home, they're going to determine how easy or not it will be to get back to your regular routine. Now, if you're having trouble sleeping, make sure to turn off the electronics. Let me tell you, that is a big one for me. Close up the laptop, put away your cell phone, turn it off, put it on mute, put it in another room, do whatever you have to do to manage that. Put away your tablet and start winding down a couple of hours um, before you actually go to bed. Maybe put on a little soft music, um, grab a book, have a cup of herbal tea, nothing caffeinated, because that'll keep you up. Um, but because you want to begin to manage this sleep, you want to make sure you are getting good sleep. Because let me tell you, folks, sleep deprivation can make you cranky quickly, okay? And it can make you difficult to live with and work with. So you want to make sure, sure, sure you don't neglect this area. Last, but certainly not least, Make sure you spend time replenishing your spirit. Being spiritually centered goes a long way to helping you get along with other people. And it points you, it points your attitude in the right direction. Now, one of the first things I do in the morning is to spend time in prayer. Now, sometimes my prayers are free form, meaning that I just pray whatever happens to be on my heart at the moment. Sometimes... I use a book of pre-written prayers, which I find to be very helpful. Now, another thing that I find to be helpful is looking for guidance and wisdom in the scriptures. The Bible has so much wisdom about what we're dealing with on any given day. Um, and it has so many practical things that we can use for daily living. And if we needed anything, we need wisdom for these times because these are, these are very uncertain times. I also love to listen to 
gospel music or sometimes I will open one of my hymnals and I'll just start singing, flipping through the hymnal and singing some of my favorite hymns. It never fails, to, folks. It never fails to lift my spirit and encourage my heart and it inevitably puts me in a better mood. Uh, and I'm I'm better able to deal with the challenges of working with the other members of my whole household, especially during this pandemic. Spending time with my higher power and you spending time with your higher power is going to give you an opportunity to focus on the positive. You know, we're all looking at the media. Whether you like it or not, you're going to see it. You're going to see it when you get on social media to scroll through um, your feed. You're going to see it in your, in your emails. Uh, you're going to see it on TV. Um, if you listen to the radio, you're going to hear it there. So we're getting the media. We're inundated with media. And I'm not saying that the media people, I'm not trying to demonize them. I'm just saying we're hearing the bad news all day long sometimes and so we're hearing about who how many people contracted the virus how many people have died um it's very overwhelming it's very scary so taking time out to pray taking time to read scriptures reminds us that although these are trying times god's still in control and this too will pass and we're gonna get through it we're gonna get through this folks so this helps to center us, so don't forget to um, to feed your soul. Don't forget to feed your spirit. Now, friends, our time together is just about up, um, and I hope that the information and the tips that I shared with you today will be helpful. Um, I'll make sure to put some resources um, that I mentioned um, earlier in the um, podcast on the show page in case you want to um, look up some things. Um, but um, also, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanpodcast.com. And you can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show page. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can also go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page and become a friend. Share your comments. Ask your questions. I really do want to hear from you. Uh, I love the feedback that I'm getting from my audience. And so I want to know what's on your heart. I want to know what you're thinking. Uh, and if you've got any ideas for me, feel free to share those too. Well, our time together is up. But God bless you guys. And we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.